Geordie chat with Coops and Tim. Games at home and away. Story stats and history about football in Australia. Talk about the uh, the science. Okay. All right, welcome to Kick to Kick is backwards and coming forwards. Charlie here to review. Round nine. Round nine. And yes. we're in. We're back in the studio. Yes, we're together again. Thank goodness. Yes. Exciting times. Put a good good round of footy. Some interesting games. Uh, yeah. How's this though? Average winning margin on the weekend was forty six points. That is big. The highest since round nine, two thousand and eighteen. Wow. Is that another uh, another omen for Collingwood making the grand final? Oh, interesting. Because uh, they made the grand final that year. Then they did. They yeah. did. Um, well, let's get stuck, let's into, get stuck the, into, into it. All right. So, starting on uh, Friday, we had the 2020 Grand Final rematch. We did first time since 2020 Round Two that Geelong have gone in as the younger side. Oh wow! That game was against Hawthorne, who were about half about half a year older than yep. the Cats at that stage. So yeah, Richmond actually had the older team this week. Ooh, that doesn't bode well for the yeah, Tigers. I think having well, Dangerfield out. Brought their brought age down. everyone down. But the Tigers yeah. won, didn't they? They certainly yeah. did. Um, in this game, we had Jack Rewalt, Dustin Martin, Trent Cochin all kicking multiple goals in the same game. Fourth time this has happened. The last time was round two, 2017. Oh. That was a 19-point win over the Pies where each of them kicked two goals. They've actually done it four times. 2011, round five. 2012, round one. 2017, round two. Mm. And in fact, it was Trent Cochin's first game since 2014 kicking three goals or more. Yeah, wow. He doesn't kick many. And this, no. And that game we refer back to, 2014, round 15, he kicked five in a game against the Saints. That's very surprising. Isn't it's not it? a man you'd think is kicking five goals, nah, would you? little old Trent Cochin. Yeah. Nah. Um, but yeah, very good win for the Tigers, which doesn't bode well for the Bombers playing them next week. But no. Yeah, they, They're up and about. Yeah, they were. They certainly were. Uh, so that takes us to our second Friday night match, oddly. Yes, and, and because of the Mother's Day. That's why they did it. There you go. So okay. So I think there was some feedback from a few years ago that people didn't want to go to footy on Mother's Day. They want so to hang with their mum, so let's yeah. put two games let's on Friday. That's a good call. It's a good call. Um, and uh, this one was an absolute bloodbath. West Coast versus the Suns. Yeah, so um, we, we did find out during the week as well that Matty Rowell does eat a little bit of grass from each ground. That's part of his pre-game routine. Yep, I like it. There's footage of him eating some grass over in Perth. Beautiful. And then he proceeded to dominate the game. Um <laughs> The win was also so. I wonder where how that started. I did it by accident one day and got like forty touches. He's like, I better keep on doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what did they win by? They won by seventy points. Their biggest ever win outside of Queensland. Wow. Their previous biggest was sixty-seven points over the Roos last year at Marvel, and it was their biggest. Um, their their first. How do I how do I word this? The biggest crowd that have seen them win. Oh. Yeah, okay. over thirty-five thousand people for the first time. Nice. Watching them win. Um, for the Eagles, Oscar Allen is now the only player who's kicked multiple goals in every game. Yep. How is this for a stat? Never happened before in the history of AFL VFL, Charlie. This okay, great. We don't get many of these. No, we don't. The Eagles have kicked two goals three in the last five first quarters. Against Geelong, Port, Carlton, Richmond, and Gold they've Coast. Had the exact they've same kicked score. the exact same score line for the first quarter for the last five weeks. That is never so happened weird. before. <laughs> That's so odd. Yeah. Really strange. Okay. Two goals, three as well. Yep. You'd love that stat if it was like seven goals, two. <laughs> yes, absolutely you yeah. would. Keep rolling. 
Uh, so that takes us to Saturday's matches, and our first match on Saturday was Sydney versus Frio. Yeah, a battle of two of the teams we predicted would drop a bit. Yes. Um, and, I mean, we said Sydney probably wouldn't make finals. We've been looking pretty good with that now as well. Yeah. Frio kind of coming better. Um, Buddy held goalless again. Back-to-back games. The last time he was held goalless in back-to-back games was in 2013. God. Against Adelaide and North. I reckon Doug Wade has just been getting in the ear of some of the uh, opponents of, of Buddy. Just, <laughs> just revving up, saying, just keep him goalless. Yeah, yeah. He's three away from me. Keep him... We get him. If we can get him to the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> we will see. Um, and we got uh, then North Port Adelaide. Um, Scorigami in this game, 135 for 65. Never happened before that scoreline. Okay. The Power had 14 individual goal kickers across the game, an equal record for Port, which has happened four times now. Um, all the others had been at Football Park. The last time was round 11, 2006, against Hawthorne, also coached by Clarko. Okay. Uh, Travis Boak has now broken David Mundy's record for most disposals in the games played outside of Victoria. <laughs> all right. On, re- on record. On record. 6,235. All right. Okay. Yep. Um, Tom Jonas scored his second ever goal at the age of 32. <laughs> the last one he kicked was round 14, 2014, in a win over the Dogs. He was he was 23 when he kicked that. Um, now, shout out to Joshua K at JS underscore K on Twitter for this. North Melbourne currently sitting on a streak of 19 consecutive losing quarters. Oof. They are in striking distance of the all-time record, possibly the, the worst team of all time. Held by St. Kilda. Dating back to 1897, um, so their record's 22. Oh, we're not far off. They could they could get the record one next game. Week. Yeah. yeah, against I think they're playing Sydney this coming week. They are. So the pressure, yeah, right. Sydney trying to bounce back and keep the. Yeah, that'd be an all-time low. Twenty, because they'd yeah they'd get to 23 consecutive lost quarters. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, you hope they don't do it. Because mm. when you, I mean. Comparing yourself to that team. At which, that time. Which lost their, what, first 50 games or something, 52 yeah. games, was yeah. something ridiculous. No, ugly. Ugly. Um, oh well, on that very incredibly sour note, let's move on to the next game, which was Hawthorne versus Melbourne at the G. You were there? I was, yes. Thoughts? Um, were you impressed or not? It was It was by the numbers. Okay. I, if I feel... Um, Look, you're gonna you're gonna take a 55 point win any day the any day of the week. Yeah, there was some good there was some good signs, and you know I feel like it's pretty hard to maintain maintain heavy pressure when it's uh, the flow is all going that one way. When you've got a team that's kicked one goal three up to half time. Yeah, and the Hawks kind of bounced back, and I thought they you, did. you let them into the game yes. a bit. Yeah, and that's I know that's such a psychological thing as yeah, well. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing. It was more psychological, but you know, happy did, with that. I did never thought they were going to beat you, but I feel like you should have buried them and you didn't. I th- I thoroughly enjoyed going to watch a Melbourne Hawthorne game where I wasn't worried about being beaten by 120. Points. Yeah, so that was a that's a nice yeah. feeling, especially um, when you held them goalless in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. Another goal, and we talked about their goalless, goalless quarters. quarters another yeah. one. Um, round 5, 1960 was the last time the Demons held the Hawks to one point in the first quarter as well. Bodes well for you because it was a Demon Premiership year. Yes, it was. Who did they beat in 1960? It was Collingwood, wasn't it? Was. It was. It reminds me of that classic 
joke, who kicked two goals for Collingwood in the 1960 grand final? <laughs> 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 the whole team is the answer. Yeah. Um, Stephen May played his 200th. The game. fourth player who debuted as a son to play 200 games. None of them. After Prestia the night before him. Yep. And Tom Lynch and David Swallow are the other two. One, one is one done. One of them with is the maintained. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad at least one stayed around. Mm. That's good. Uh, so then we had the Saturday night game. So Brisbane versus Essendon, first one. And for a while here, Timmy, you guys looked okay. Yep. Look, we're tracking well. Yeah. If you look at our last five weeks, we played the top four and Geelong. Yes. We've won one of those games yep. against you guys. Um, and we've been pretty competitive against the rest of them, which I'm, I'm happy with. I'm, I'm trying to compare us to the Brisbane team from 2018. Yes. Who were just getting used to the Fagan style of coaching and they lost a number of close games that year and then the next year they jumped up and were have been regular finals contenders since. Yep. Yep. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Competitive losses. Um and I don't I, as I said, I don't want to make finals. No, I know. You yep, yep. Very strong on that. Um my one stat from this game is Joe Danaher. Mm-hmm. He's kicked six goals for Essendon against Brisbane and now six goals for Brisbane against Essendon. Essendon. Yeah. There you go. Other players who have done a similar thing. Sav Rocker, Jeff Farmer, Tony Lockett, Kelvin Templeton, Brian Taylor, and Doug Wade. Okay. They've all kicked six or more goals against... Against their opposite team. Yeah. Yeah. That's so... That's... Yeah. Yeah, fun Look, Interesting. Those last few names you mentioned, unsurprising. Jeff Farmer? But far- did, did yeah, it surprise it you that he kicked six goals for Fremantle against Melbourne? It did. It does surprise me. But there you go. Um, and then the other Saturday night game was Carlton versus the Doggies. And this, there was a lot of pressure on this, on, on Vossi, I guess, in, in Still this is. game. Um, so six days after the third loss. Um, can, I, can I say I feel undue, <coughs> completely media pressure? Oh, absolutely. Like, ridiculous. But, but if, of course. Yeah, so when we made our pre-season prediction about Carlton and we had them rising up the ladder because traditionally... That's what Carlton did. Yep. We probably looked at the wrong Carlton. Yes. Yeah, if we looked at more recent history, Carlton, this is exactly what they do. <laughs> they panic and then they start blaming the coach and they get rid of a coach. And I yeah, hope that doesn't early. happen to Bossy. I quite like him as a coach yeah, yeah, and a yeah. person. And everything seems to be going in the right direction, just maybe not as fast as any everyone wants it to. So Is it psychological? Could and they? I did look. I didn't watch any of this game, but from what I heard, a lot of players trying to snap around the Yeah, a lot of very, very strange shots at goal completely sprayed a lot of uh, a lot of clangers from both sides I guess a lot of turnovers would you say on. they've got the yips Carlton yeah it feels like it does seem like they're getting in their own heads a mm. little bit and they've got but, com- apropos of absolutely nothing apart from watching them play on the weekend yeah like, yeah okay. it, do- it does feel yeah so six six days after we got the third lowest score at Marvel Stadium this game gave us the new fourth lowest score okay for the, so aggregate first quarter was three goal five goals eight thirty eight last week it was three goals sixteen thirty four so just a few points ahead of that I'm surprised it wasn't even you know the halftime score was pretty low as well yeah, yeah. Um, and Tom Libertore played in his 100th win for the dogs with a beautiful goal to yeah. sort of almost seal the deal at the end. Um, and then we moved on to Sunday's matches, the Mother's Day matches. Mm-hmm. Um, Adelaide versus St Kilda. Crows looking the goods. Yeah. I'd almost, I'm they? almost ready to pencil them in for that eighth spot. Hey, oh, okay. Um, Taylor Walker kicked five goals, which moved him into number one for most VFL, AFL goals kicked in South Australia. Okay. He's now kicked 313, one goal ahead of Warren Treadrow. 
former Port Adelaide captain. And this was St Kilda's biggest loss under Ross Lyon since round 11, 2011, in which the Pies beat them by 57 points. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't a good day for St Kilda. Very un-St Kilda-like. No, no, it wasn't. And then um, the final game of the round, uh, Collingwood did something unexpected. God, and what a comeback. Led the, basically the entire game. They, no, not the whole game. They were down by a point. They had... No time. Like three and a half quarters to come back. And they did, Charlie. They didn't give up. They came back. They just kept on going. Oh, they just don't give up, do they? So, yeah. A different a different style of Collingwood win than we used to. Yeah, how boring for the yeah. supporters. You, you, don't, you want to rock up at three-quarter time going, yeah, we're in this. We're going to well, come they back. They didn't need the 19th man, Timmy. <sighs> no, a lot of booing, though, still, from what I heard. Mm, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't watch this one. Did you see the banner that... Uh, the Giants bought. I did not. This is what it read. Taking on the black and white, there's one thing to agree. It's weird playing port in Melbourne at the G. <laughs> yes, good. Yeah, good trolling there. I love that. Um, Scott Pendlebury now has the most wins at any ground. So most wins at any ground. Scott Pendlebury has 139 wins at the MCG. Wow. KB had 138, so he's one ahead of him now. So that's the most wins by any one player at one ground. So it's taken him... Uh, what, 70 games less than K- uh, something like that, yeah. less than KB? Because yeah. Collingwood don't play anywhere else, I guess. I do not know. Well, <laughs> neither did Richmond, really. No, no. But there was a bit more variety back when he played. Um, so some Coles goals. we got Port Adelaide taking the individual round. best Most goals scored, 20 goals, 15. And the Demons now drawing a bit further ahead of, of the Cats. Yes. So 146 goals for the season. Geelong 140, Brisbane 132 in third spot there. We'll take it. And we've got that uh, Collingwood-Melbourne 1-2 punch at the moment at the top of the ladder, but Brisbane-Port also breathing down the next. I know. every It's it's very close to the top, and I was reading a few articles um, basically saying that um, Hawks, uh, West Coast, and North are kind of really skewing the rest of the ladder entirely. And I don't know what you've heard about today, but um, Hawthorne have got COVID going through them as well. So oh, really? It's West Coast's big chance this week. There you go. That, that Harley Bennell Cup. Not Harley Bennell, Harley Reid. That's, that's very interesting. Do okay. they have it or is it they conveniently got it the week they play West Coast? Because uh, I know how much Hawthorne fans are angling for, the, uh, for that player to come to them. Yeah, interesting. Um... Yeah, so no, it's a, it's a very interesting ladder. It's very tight. I mean, you look at that. There's only there's only two games separating first and sixth. Yeah, yeah it'll keep working itself um, out. But like I said, I think the top eight's kind of set. I I reckon the eight teams in the eight now is what it will be. I th- I think um, Carlton and Essendon are def- will, will make a push. Well, Essendon played North and, and West Coast twice, and they still haven't played them once yet. No. So you, I mean, you can't. You can pencil it in. You could. You could almost pencil in sixteen points right there. Yeah. So that's not bad. No. But, but I, don't um, want, I don't want it, Charlie. No, I know. But also, I don't want to lose to those teams. And Carlton also have that that very important two points from the yeah, draw. True. Um. So you never know. But I think I think you're right. It, it seems. Um. Oh, well, St Kilda didn't look. No, you know, and they've, they've got, got and the doggies as well. Like. You feel like Geelong and Adelaide are on the up. The doggies still aren't overly convincing, and St Kilda are doing some odd stuff. So there's plenty of footy to be played. There is. There's an important mid-season stretch as yeah. well. Now we're going. Kind of, you knuckle down in the depths. You've of got the to get these ones done. So what's happening this week, Charlie? Well, let's talk about round ten, so shall we? Started Doug Nichols' round. Yes. 
Um, yeah. And we will mention all the jumpers, but we'll start that next week. Yes, we, we've got to... I mean, Tina, you've done a great job here, printed out the photos, and most, if not all, of the jumpers look absolutely fantastic, but I think it'd be nice to talk about them once everyone's seen them. Yeah, all right. Once, once we've got a bit of... Everyone's got a bit more visual on them. Yeah. And we can talk about, you know, the history of them and, and, and who's done the designs and stuff, because I, I, I think uh, it's such a cool thing yeah. that happens. So Friday night, we've got these two. Yes, so Friday night, we've got... Uh, uh, Yada Pulti and playing Nam at Adelaide game. Oval. So Port Adelaide, Melbourne. Um, will be a very interesting game to see. And exciting that, uh, as I believe you predicted, more clubs would be taking on their, their original Indigenous names yes. coming into this yeah, year. It won't and be so long until every single team does Port, that, I Port Adelaide have, ta- have taken, that, taken that and run with it, which is great. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that's Adelaide Oval. That'll tell us a lot about where the Demons are at as well. A lot of the people have got them as a... You know, premiership favourites or at least grand finalists. We've got, yeah. Playing and Port, who are on a real roll. After a couple of um, easy wins, yeah. Uh, I, ho- I hope the Ds stand up and get, get the job done. We'll see. Um, Saturday, we have North versus Sydney. So we've got, yeah, fourth versus second. It'll, that should be a good game Friday night. And then 16th versus 14th. Yeah. This will be a really well, interesting can, look at where Sydney really are. Can Sydney uh, hold North... Can they beat them in all quarters to let North get that record? That's what I'll be going for. Um, then we have the Doggies versus also, Adelaide. So also, oh, sorry, I should just go back to that. That's Clarko's 400th game coached as well, that North Melbourne Sydney game. Wow. 400 games as a coach. That's pretty huge. Um, so then we've got Doggies versus Adelaide in uh, Ballarat. Yeah, the Mars Stadium. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, Frio versus the Cats. Which looks a bit more interesting than it did a a week ago. Yes. Uh, Frio in some form, the Cats with a few out, so could that make make that a little bit more interesting? Mm. Um, Yep, then we've got an interesting game Saturday night. Yes, the two... Uh, what did we call it? The Battle of the Bridge? No, No, it's the Q Clash or the... the, uh, Some people also call it the Pineapple Grapple. Which I like a lot. Yeah. Okay, let's call it that. So we've got the Pineapple Grapple yeah. at the Gabba. Uh, Which I think will be a good Suns. game. The, yeah, the Suns really are playing cool. pretty well. <laughs> um, it's a shame Took Miller's not playing because I know him and Zorko don't get on and they add a bit of spice to that. Yeah, good. Um, Link McCarthy plays his 100th game for the Lions there, which is pretty impressive seeing he was always injury prone when he was at the Cats. Yeah. Um, then we have the Dreamtime at the G game, Essendon versus Richmond on Saturday night. Yeah, Nick Vlostom playing his 200th game. And I think this is the... Am I right in saying it's the 19th iteration of this game? They've been playing the... Yeah, the 19th year they've been doing the Dreamtime at the G. Wow. It's kind of crept up on us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what does that make it? 2002? Four. Four, four, sorry. Which is almost our entire length of not winning a final. A final. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it feels... um. It feels more entrenched in the history of the game than that, than 2004. Yeah. Like, it's a long time to be doing it, but, you know, 2004 doesn't feel like that long ago to me. I guess I'm getting older. Yeah. Um, and that takes us to Sunday's game where we've got the Hawks versus the Eagles in Tassie. Yeah, so that battle for the uh, the Harley Reid Cup there. And yes. we just talked about we how the Hawks the have probably stacked that in their favour. The COVID Cup. Yep. Hawks still going into that massive favourites. Yeah, obviously. Um, and then Carlton versus Collingwood. Okay, here's the question. How far ahead are Carlton going to get of Collingwood before Collingwood reel them in? This is a actually a problem, though, because Carlton do do that. Like against lots of people, they get a good lead and then just 
get it whittled away. How much of a psychological thing will there be from last year's final match of the season where there were you know, five goals up and then lost by a lost point by to a get point. kicked out of the exactly. finals? Um, I think they'll get a bit high. I think they'll get... I think they'll get five goals up again. Five goals? Okay. What stage of the game are we talking? We're talking three-quarter time. Oh, great. Okay. Collingwood supporters, you heard it here. Head to the G, three-quarter time. You're guaranteed a, a blistering comeback. Carlton will be ahead at three-quarter time. Okay. Because if Carlton can dethrone Collingwood, then that sets up. <laughs> like, no, that would revive their season. Yeah. And all this criticism around Voss would be like, oh, they've, they've knocked off Collingwood. Yeah. It would take an almighty effort. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. This, um, this is the game that, that's the game that's playing in my head yeah okay that. yeah um, what would be great is Carlton to get be up by five goals at three quarter time this is the this is the perfect game in my mind okay yeah Carlton are up by five goals at three quarter time Collingwood come back and lose by a point oh that would be good and then their entire team gets suspended for something just, and they get wiped out from no, the seat. but no? just the okay. opposite of last year that's all I'm thinking okay. of like, yeah. Yeah. and then that sounds that starts a quick decline of Collingwood <laughs> McRae leaves at the end of the season and they go back into the doldrums and no, they spend we, 20 no, years no way we want McRae to stay it's great Colling- I like watching Collingwood play good footy yeah, it's, it's too good. likeable I don't want him at Collingwood it's great <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the last game of the round we have GWS versus St Kilda and it, um, a giant stadium as well. And a this giant will, stadium. This will, see where, this will be an interesting test for St Kilda well, as well. Well, as you said, just like uh, that other one you mentioned before, this game is more interesting based on the round we just had, I think. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. There's a few interesting ones there. A couple, a few games that are people very close on the ladder as well. You know, so we'll see. So, they're a bit closer than this week. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for those jumpers. Yes. We'll talk a bit about, about, about the meaning more about them. of those. Um, just before we finish off, I want to shout out two people. First is Port Ferry full forward Jason Rowan, who kicked his 1,000th goal on the weekend. Congratulations. And a, another player from Rennie Football Club, which is, I think, in New South Wales, Chase Strawhorn, who kicked also kicked his 1,000th goal. So joining a pretty elite club. Oh, brilliant. The players who have kicked... A thousand goals. A thousand goals, yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Um, so we'll leave it there, Charlie. The, the song we'll finish up with is a classic from the early 80s. It's called I Do Love a Saturday Arvo by Captain Rock. Who doesn't yes. like this one? All right, well, um, until uh, round 10, Timmy. Hooroo. The Maggie's Demon Saints, the Hawks, the Lions and the Blues. The Dons, the Swans, the Tigers, Bulldogs, Cats and Kangaroos. Well, each team has its virtues, for they're barrackers galore. I know because I've been a fan since the tender age of mine. Well, the Monday morning traffic drives me up the bloody wall, and Tuesday through to Friday gets me down. But the feeling quickly passes when the weekend comes again, and I line up all me tickets at the ground. Oh, I do love the Saturday Me jump and shout, jump and shout. But I'm full of consolation when a ruckman traps the ball and kicks a saucy troll from 60 metres out. Oh, I do love a Saturday Arvo when me mates and I go off to see the game. Oh, I do love a Saturday Arvo, cos there's nothing in the world that's quite the same. Now it nearly knocks me 
over when a wingman or a rover It's a forward in the stomach with a pass And I'll be cheering and a-clapping when the opposition captain Goes lying through the goal square on his football jumper Of course an evening at the ballet doesn't really turn me on And sitting through the opera's just a bore but there's nothing so divine as all the tingles down my spine When the crowd out in the outer start to roar Thanks for listening to the Kick to Kick podcast present Backward in Coming Forward. You can find all our old episodes wherever you get your good podcasts. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is kicktokickpodcast at gmail.com. On social media, we have Twitter at kicktokickpod or on Facebook. Or you can find us on Instagram at backwards and coming forward. For a full list of our resources and what we use in this show, go to our website, which is kicktokick.podbean.com. Thanks very much for listening.